0: Hey everyone! Welcome to Mom'splained, an unfiltered, no bullshit conversation about motherhood. This
1: podcast is a space to get comfortable with the uncomfortable and dive into conversations that all moms think about but no moms talk about. Let's, let's go. do it. Oh. Okay,
0: but seriously, <laughs> let's do it. Let's. Let's <laughs> and we're.
1: Back. What up?
0: <laughs> did you miss us?
1: <laughs> I hope so. Uh, we literally just spent the last ten minutes figuring out how we were gonna like work that dynamic. <laughs> and
0: you know, I don't know. It just, I'm glad it, it
1: turned out. It worked
0: organically, like it always does. Um, so stress. yeah, we're gonna give a little bit of an update on our last episode. Um, it... What the fuck, guys? <laughs> you blew us up. I mean, I... not like literally, but. Well, I mean kind of like you you blew us out of the water. Like we
1: did not expect. I expected this much. maybe one person to listen and it was my mother-in-law. <laughs> Honest In-law. to god. Not even my father. <laughs> <laughs> Honest to god. Maybe Ashley, maybe Courtney. That that's about it. Yeah. Like uh, and we have like what like 400 downloads already like
0: today. Yeah. Like we had like something like 200 downloads of our like intro and I think it was at like 300 last time I checked. Um Yeah, which is, like, way more than I ever thought would ever even happen in the first,
1: like, month. Yeah, and that was just our first intro episode. Like, that wasn't even, like, the juicy details. No, this is just, like, hey, this is us
0: again, (laughs) if you don't know us already. So, I'm, like, I'm stoked. I'm, like... I'm on this podcast train.
1: We're gonna be interviewed by Ellen. That's what we're. That's what we were manifesting before
0: this. I was like, I was dreaming the other day, and I was like, we're gonna be interviewed by Ellen, and this is how big it's gonna get. And on that note, what had kind of prompted that feeling was um, I had just opened our mom's blade Instagram. It's mom underscore splaint. Shout out. <laughs> um, and we had a message from one of Jordan's older friends, or like um, friend yeah, from high school. Mm-hmm. from high school, and she uh, just expressed how she's really picky with podcasts, and she loves our podcasts, and she loves our dynamic, and um, basically, yeah, like, that was it, and I was... There was a lot more to
1: the message, it was right. super, duper, duper sweet.
0: <laughs> and I literally cried. Yeah. And, it was... And I just really didn't expect that. I mean, maybe I expected it, like, in a month or two, or maybe a year from now, but the first, after the first episode... Yeah. Not really. so I just wanted to shout out to you know who you are. Thank you. It meant it means the world to us mm-hmm. um, that you took the time to write everything that you did out Um, and yeah and if you guys anyone else if you want to tell us how
1: great we are actually (laughs) actually actually what you can do is rate our podcast Mm -hmm. uh, wherever you're listening and leave us a review because that pushes our podcast out to more people so like if you're really enjoying this I know we've only put out one episode but (laughs) if you're going ahead of ourselves
0: please (laughs) Um, Jordan's literally begging like her hands are together
1: (laughs) so I mean this episode is going to get a lot more like in depth than juicy so uh if you like this one and yeah leave us a, this feels so weird but like <laughs> rate our podcast and uh leave us a review that's super helpful
0: yeah and i promised that we weren't going we were going to do a little bit of an introduction kind of every episode um just on like you know what's happened since the last one, Um, but I didn't want it to take over the podcast because Mm -hmm. I listen to other ones and it's just like, oh my god, shut up and get on to, like, the
1: topic of conversation. So, on to the topic of conversation. Today, we are talking about things we wish we knew about postpartum or things that surprise us about postpartum or things that nobody talks about when it comes to postpartum, Um, which holy... Shit, there's a lot, and I mean, I think we want to go
0: with like the juice. I'm gonna pick our first. So we have questions, we have topics. Yeah. So
1: what we did was we pulled our followers, my followers, our followers. (laughs) I mean, they are yours, but I'll take credit. Uh, And we asked what people wanted to know the most about, and that's where we got the topic from. A lot of people were interested in postpartum, Um, but we've pulled a few specific questions that we think. Julia just smelled (laughs) her. I just watched you <laughs> sniff your fucking armpit. And I just peed. <laughs> and that is the best intro ever. And pelvic floor dysfunction. <laughs> if anyone is a
0: pelvic floor specialist, Hit shout out up. to me. <laughs> Holy crap. Anyway.
1: I love that. Okay. <laughs> I did not even remember what I was saying at this uh, point. Postpartum. Yeah. So pelvic. we pulled a few specific questions Um, with things we thought, A, we knew the most about, um, and B, things that we felt like, uh, weren't talked about enough, uh, and weren't, you know. Yeah. And I think, so there,
0: there are quite a few topics. We have quite a few questions. So I don't want to overwhelm people with like a three hour podcast Mm -hmm. on this topic. So if it comes down to it like at the end of we kind of allot ourselves like 30 to 35 minutes if it comes down to being longer then we'll just do a part two and we can film that tonight yeah let us know
1: please let us know if you like and if after listening to this you're like oh i really wish they would have talked about this then please send us a message on instagram and and let us know like we're literally going to base this podcast off of feedback from you guys so what you want to hear we're going to talk about also stuff that we want to talk about because let's let's
0: do it. this. Oh wow, we got it that time. Okay, cool. <laughs> so what's first? All right, let's. Okay, I'm. I'm gonna pick one first. Kay. Um, hemorrhoids. <laughs> wow, we started off with the bang
1: <laughs> in <bubble>. the butthole.
0: <laughs> so, um, all right, so. I I will talk personally okay, to begin yeah, with. Um, so when I had Cole, my son, thirteen you years pull out ago, you sip of my
1: drink first. Yeah, and
0: we're drinking. It's nine. <laughs> it's nine forty on a Saturday, so obviously.
1: Sip your drink, then we'll talk about butthole hemorrhoids. Buttholes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mm. So yeah, when I had Cole, I was when I had him, I was single, and so you can imagine the. Insecurities I had around mm-hmm. right after postpartum. I mean, not, it's not like I date. like jumped on the dating train two days after I, I, I mean, had you my did son. Not.
1: I waited. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I waited like five minutes,
0: six months. Shut the fuck okay, up. six months
1: is decent. We I all know who that. the
0: first person was, and it was like at least mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like five months. Anyway, regardless, I was insecure about that. So yeah, I had them, and <laughs>
1: but you was, know what.
0: Not expected. What?
1: Did you get them when you were pregnant, or did they happen after you gave birth? I don't know. I didn't touch my butthole when I was <laughs> pregnant. You didn't? No. I I mean, like, the first time I did it,
0: the second time I like, a, way into was way more in tune with my <laughs> body. So, yeah. But, um, no, I was also single. So, it's, I mean... <laughs> no one was down there looking. Right. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah, I didn't yeah, need yeah. you to. Yeah. Yeah. But I, and I didn't realize that I had them until it was probably... Like, a month after, where, ladies, we all know, like, the first poo after a... Oh, that's a whole... we Don't Yeah, is is just, like, is the scariest thing that you might ever have to do, aside from childbirth. Um, but I, like, I had... I have bowel issues, so it was, like, a couple weeks, and then all of a sudden, you know, I had to do that, and I was like, what the fuck am I touching right now when
1: I wipe? Is this my intestines yeah, coming out of I my Yeah, I literally butt. was like,
0: do I have a prolapsed asshole?
1: <laughs> that was basically... A oh, I used to Fuck! <laughs> God damn it, I just showered. No, man! <laughs> okay.
0: okay. Anyway. Um... So yeah, I had to ask my mom, and like it was embarrassing because you didn't. I didn't have obviously didn't have Jordan if I had to come to Jordan when she was thirteen and I'm been like, like, can like. Can you look at my asshole? Asshole? <laughs> I probably
1: would have looked at you like you had seven. Um. Minutes. Also,
0: let's yeah. I mean, you would have, but then you also probably would have just been like, all right. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> show, show it to show me. Show it to me. <laughs> um, okay, so yes. Yeah. From what I understand, the your phone just buzzed. Can you please take it off the table? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Your phone did too. Um. <laughs> From what I understand, I remember my midwife warning me about this, was that they come, like, if you don't have them prior to childbirth, that's from, like, the constipation that often happens when you're pregnant. But, like, when you give birth, okay. it's from pushing, literally pushing right. a human out of yeah. you. Well, your, your, your butthole literally goes, goes, inside, goes out. inside out. And I've seen videos. I I, I have didn't. pictures of my, I have, Brandon took pictures of me giving birth. Oh, that's another and, topic like, we have yeah, to talk Yeah, Emery coming out and you can see it in the pictures like, like you can see the inside of your butthole basically yeah that's fun I mean yeah. not really but so I mean my experience uh was kind of similar to yours where like I was absolutely terrified to look anywhere <laughs> below the belly button for Well, a really everyone long time. says do not take a mirror down there until at least a month I, after no I, I did like two weeks <sighs> I was having like a lot of pain with my stitches and I was like what the heck is happening? Like, let me just throw a mirror down there and check it out. And I was blown away by what my butthole looked like. It like looks like a murder. Scene. I'm sorry, mom. <laughs> but it was like a bubble, quite literally. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, it's
0: multiple bubbles on mine. I don't know about yours,
1: <laughs> but it feels like a fucking mountain right. range. Like, it's <laughs> a mountain range. <laughs> Sort of a peak or what? Yeah, there's one big one, one small one. I don't know. Anyway. So they happen, and they're normal, and <laughs> Preparation fine. H tux pads, I use those, like, I would put oh, like a witch yeah. hazel pad on my, in my pad yeah. and then I would put a tux pad up against my butthole. Yeah,
0: I didn't really, I mean, my postpartum in that regard wasn't that bad. I was like squatting the day I gave birth, so, and uh, not like with weights, <laughs> I meant just to pick stuff up. Um so
1: yeah th- th- it wasn't that's, terrible those
0: happen and yeah. they're normal and uh and if you have it and you don't want to talk about it but you need to like hear that other people have it we all have it yeah we I mean, all have it exactly
1: we, I mean childbirth
0: childbirth is traumatic on not only on your like brain but, but on, on, on your, your body butthole. so <laughs> We've said butthole way too many times in the first 10 minutes of this episode. I know what's the best part of this is that this is on the internet, and the internet doesn't forget. Yeah. So when the girls are older, they're just going to be like, Mom, what the what actual... Fo- when moms? my when my son realized or heard that we were starting a podcast, he's like, I'm going to make sure that all of my friends unfollow you, because I do not need them knowing that you have a podcast, because you're going to embarrass the
1: crap out of me. Sorry. Anyway, so, next one. We're well, mm-hmm. we talking about, like, genitalia, so we Zombie may as well talk not. about... Like our vagina. And did your vagina change? Or did you we're gonna I think gonna I actually
0: have a really cool story. Cool, funny whatever. Oh, is I it the know. Phil story? Yes. Okay. <laughs> sorry. Yes. sorry, sorry, Phil, if you're listening Or okay, to yes. his wife. If you're listening <laughs> awkward. <laughs> She's really nice, I like her. Anyway, so my ex my ex-boyfriend who became a very, very good friend of mine. So this um, is a boyfriend you had before you had Okay, yeah, so <clears throat> back up. I had, I dated this guy, uh, before I had Cole. Uh, before I met Cole's dad, I broke up with him actually, and then I met Cole's dad, then I got pregnant. And then when I got pregnant, Cole's dad left, so then Phil and I actually reconnected on a friendship level, and he was basically like my gay best friend. Um, he was very for, not me for everything. He's not gay. <laughs> very much not gay. Um, but so then after I had Cole, uh, things kind of like, we like tried to reconnect things and it just didn't work. We were just way better off friends, but he, uh, he was a, like a very scientific guy and we were on the topic actually of genitalia in regards to babies when he was talking about should I, or should I, should I, or shouldn't I circumcise Cole? And that's another conversation, but he was... Pro non circumcision, and he was giving me this uh, information, and I was like, "Well, we're on the topic of that. Um, could you tell me if you noticed noticed a difference between before I had a kid and after I had a kid? Because he is the only person on this planet that you've done that. I've had no, nope, not anymore, Brandon. No, actually, no. Brandon wouldn't have had sex with me before I had a kid. I would always was always right. Him. Right. So, yeah. Right. Right. Phil was the only person who I hits up with before I ever had a baby and after, and he actually said that it was tighter, and there is a scientific or like physiological reason, and it's because when your body expands that far, it actually overcompensates for how large it got, and then it gets tighter. Now, obviously, with the more kids that you have, That's not the case, but after one, it was, it just went back, and it probably went tighter. I don't know. My husband, he likes it, so. That's, that's
1: going to come up in our next episode with (sighs) our husbands,
0: where. A little, like, sneak peek of our, what's coming. Stay tuned for that. We're going to do a husband. Q&A.
1: But I do have something to say in regards to changing of the vagina. Um, yeah, so I was a person who, I don't want to say, like, like, knew what my vagina looked like, but I, I was, like, I did have looked at yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Like, You prior probably looked to, at it
0: more than I had ever done before I had kids. Yeah,
1: like, I, I don't know, like, it, just prior to having a baby, I knew what it looked like, I knew what it felt like. <clears throat> yeah. And... Weirdly enough, I had we have a full length mirror that I had. Moved oh no! No, this is not going where you think. It, I mean, oh, okay. kind of. But we had it. We had moved it out of our bedroom because Emery's bassinet needed to go in there, and we had weirdly enough moved it right in front of our toilet, which was a oh, terrible place for the mirror to be. But it was just convenient. We just moved it into the bathroom, like our ensuite, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was like maybe a week postpartum. Your phone just busts again. <laughs>
0: Sorry I'm popular
1: <laughs> It was about a week postpartum And I was going to the bathroom And I just happened to glance at the way Just not what it felt like for my husband But what the way it looked like physically mm-hmm. Looked different Like it just looked Meatier <sighs> I mean yeah Like that's probably the best way yeah. for me to explain yeah. it Like things just looked I remember looked... one
0: guy told me that I had a meaty vagina once And I was like I'm
1: offended you but it's what? normal. Normal, And, like, yeah, and I'm just, honestly, like, it, it looked not looser, but, like, less elasticy. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, it stretched for a human's head to come oh, out yeah. of it, right? Like oh, yeah. It, like so your, your labia, right? That's that what it's... Yeah, grade 10 health all over again. I'm not... I don't sure. know.
0: Whatever the lips are... <laughs> Jesus Christ, we are terrible. I apologize. <clears throat> but they, I mean, those stretch. If you ever watch a birthing video, if you have, if you are a female with a larger whatever (laughs) and according to Brendan Haas, it's a wizard sleeve. Um such a
1: terrible word. (laughs) It is a terrible completely normal.
0: Exactly. And whatever it is. Anyway, those those disappear when it stretches so far. Mm -hmm. So you can imagine it has to stretch even further with someone who doesn't have them and then obviously, yeah, and then this kind of comes back. It's just that's just normal. And nobody ever normalizes
1: it. I mean, coming from It's actually almost, like, stigmatized, like, oh, you had a baby? I don't want to have sex with you because right. your vagina's a 100%. And I was a single mom. And mm-hmm. there were only... There
0: were the weirdos who were like, oh, single mamas. And I was like, weird. Red flag. Yeah. And then there was the people who were like, ew, your mom. You had some a head come out of your vagina. I don't want to see what that looks like. Mm-hmm. And do you know what... It, do you know, in my opinion, what... Who... Has stigmatized that for us is, or what is the porn industry? <laughs> because every guy wow, or you every just girl. <laughs> for it. No, but I mean, whatever. Yeah, but they it's all explicit. look perfect. We and already they... put a, an explicit. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I will be 100% completely honest. Wow, here We're we go. We're gonna go. We're gonna get here. Mom, I'm sorry for what I'm about to say. You know, I've watched the progression of the last like 10 years of what the internet porn has become mm-hmm. and I'll tell you 10 years ago you could not see it you would not see a vagina that had any sort of excess skin on their vagina or just didn't look anything but perfect right like mm-hmm. a Barbie doll basically yeah. mm-hmm. and now you see them and they're a lot more normalized which is great to see but it's still not a hundred percent or it's not it should be normalized more it's something that we should all, be, all yeah. be able to talk about like think about how many times men talk about their penises I know more about Brandon Haas' penis because he talks about it in front of my husband. Yeah. Like, that I need to know, but I would never, ever be like, oh, hey guys, like, yeah, my vagina, like, does
1: this cool thing. But, but you know what, it's, yeah, yeah, no. Because we wouldn't be allowed to. (laughs) No, and we would, yeah, be shamed for it, 100%. Yeah, so I mean, your vagina changes. Sorry, I'm trying to read read jig, and there's a bowl of ice cream in my closet right <laughs> from the last time we podcasted. Um, it is totally normal. Your vagina does change, um, but it changes because you literally pushed a human out of exactly it. so why and not? i know that i I'm some i know sometimes women who have had c sections vagina changes because of the oh yeah hormones the blood and, the blood, and the blood flow and all, all of that. that like you just because you didn't push the baby out doesn't mean your v- vagina doesn't change
0: no exactly
1: and it's normal so well next. on that topic of
0: vaginas i guess we're just kind of like progressing through the yeah. in a natural order uh one other question we have is what was Having sex like for the first time, and I feel like this is double like there's two or multiple uh aspects of this. Again,
1: we're going to talk about this more with our husbands, but right now we'll talk about like personally, right? Female feeling what did it feel like after pushing a baby? So, physically, so how long did you wait after you had it valid to have sex?
0: Um, so I think we wait like barely waited the six weeks, Mm -hmm. but we only tried. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it was, like, two days before my six-week postpartum appointment with my midwife, yeah. and we tried, and I honestly felt like I was giving birth again. It yeah. was... I don't remember what the first time
1: having sex having I do, sex very was. vividly.
0: And and I... So, but I've heard that it's very it similar to the first time. Actually, no, I kind of do, now that I think back, if I have to. Ugh. <laughs> um, <Barf>. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> uh, but, don't yeah. I, I, I honestly... It was so painful. It almost felt like there was sandpaper at, like, the, you know... On the inside. On the inside, like, Mm -hmm. where the cervix is. And, again, we'll get into this with, like, the whole mental health aspect of it, but it just felt like there was so much pressure that I had to, so I did, and it wasn't enjoyable. So, I think I waited two more weeks after that. Like, my my midwife cleared me and stuff, and she, like, shoved her fingers up there to make sure that everything was, like, kosher. I never had that
1: happen. Literally? Well, I asked her because she
0: wanted to, like, check my pelvic floor. Oh, yeah. And I, I said it was my... So, I was
1: absolutely t- terrified. My... So, like you said earlier, like, your postpartum healing was a little bit easier than mine. Yeah. Where my tears were... Was a really inconvenient spot. Like I didn't where were tear. They? they were like, uh, like it wasn't a perennial tear. Like it wasn't. It was on the top. It was on like the the little like. F- I'm, this is so bad. I flaps. Hope that there's The little flaps of skin yeah. that are beside that. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what those were called. This is absolutely is terrible. That, like the late. The I late think moment. so. I'm gonna Google it while we're on here. So have, that's an where, an and it was vagina. like paper cut. So my midwife said those almost hurt more. Yeah. Because, so that, anyways, <coughs> that my postpart like my tearing was in a weird spot. That's where a lot of friction happens when you're having sex. And I was literally scared. Plus, I, like... (laughs) You can still hear it even though you just covered your cough. Um, Sorry. I was trying to make it less intense. Anyways. Yeah. So, I was scared. I didn't want to do it. I was... I literally avoided it at all costs. On my six weeks postpartum visit, I asked labia. my midwife. It is the labia? Yeah. There you go. So my tears were on my labia. Yeah. <clears throat> so I asked my midwife, um, like, you know, like, she's like, you know, it's going to hurt the first time. You're going to have to take it slow. It might not be like a full-fledged... Session, what's the word i looking for? You might not, it's a good time. Yeah, you might not be able to time. get all the way there the first time. You won't be able to, it's gonna take a few times, and that's exactly what happened. Like, yeah. it was like four or five different times. Well, was, I mean, like, the female orgasm
0: in itself is complicated. Oh. Adding postpartum onto that is like, like, yeah, impossible. So, yeah, I essentially. mean, essentially, yeah, and absolutely. I think that it almost I wouldn't say desensitizes you, but I would almost think that it kind of does because I. Let's let's talk about orgasms for a second. It was much harder after I had Valley. I didn't notice it after because I don't think I ever had a proper one until... Later in Again, life.
1: Again, another topic.
0: Right, but um, yeah, and it, it's it's the whole
1: body changes, and I and the not only your body, <clears throat> your hormones, everything. your confidence, your like, like you just feel different <clears throat> after having a baby.
0: Well, and then who? But so, and that's it. You're right, exactly. That that's exactly what happens. But who talks about it other than us right now, sitting in your closet? in 2022. We've been birthing children for the last how many years? And we're only now getting to the point where we're like,
1: let's have a conversation about... It's going to hurt after putting a penis... I mean, it's going to hurt putting a penis in your vagina after pushing a human being out of it. Right. And that's going to. That's
0: not, like, controversial. That is not a, like, oh my gosh, this is such a terrible topic to be talking about. We shouldn't teach our kids this. This is a, a physiological evolutionary mm-hmm. thing that we have been doing for centuries, de- forever, and we're all of a sudden being like, or we're like, all of a sudden now we're saying, oh, let's talk about it. Let's normalize it. So... Yeah. Yeah, and I
1: think that was why that was so brought up. Like, literally, I think every second person was like, please talk about postpartum sex. Like, we, talk, we talked about it here, but we're going to actually dive into it with our husbands in our next episode. Talking about, like, how it was for them. And, like, the dynamic between the two of us and how that changed. And Julia keeps coughing because you know smoked too much weed. Oh, was another topic right there. <laughs> um, but, yeah.
0: So, and I think that that will be an excellent one for... I mean, I would be interested in hearing the dynamic between a husband and wife, just for the, the different,
1: Again, everything that's involved with having sex, with being married. I do just want to mention, though, before we, like, I want to just throw this in there for people who may, or may not listen to that episode, is that, like, about libido and how that's changed. So, like, I have never had a high libido to begin with. I've always kind of struggled with that, but after having a baby literally plummeted. Mm-hmm. Like, to the floor. There was zero interest. I was exhausted. I was touched out. I was... I, I didn't want to be... Like, I would literally spend all day taking care of a newborn, mm-hmm. then to, like, have to, like, find it in myself to then let my husband, like, his his love language is physical touch for him to, like, <laughs> love on me. And I was like, Ugh, I'm just, like, yeah. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. And I would shut down and avoid it at all. Well,
0: and, and you can only imagine being a human that... Hasn't gone through what we went through as females, like the birthing process, the postpartum process, and mm-hmm. them not knowing the feelings of being touched out or being exhausted physically, emotionally.
1: Yeah, your nipples
0: literally being on fire, and right? Like and your vagina and... being on fire, yeah. and you having like almost PTSD with the feeling of that. Yeah. You don't want that to happen again. So you're like, I don't want anything coming near that. Yeah. You want to put that where? No, thank you. I couldn't imagine on their end. What that must feel like for them, because they don't know what it feels feels like. They they just kind of hear it, but like, we all oh, know yeah it's that like, might hurt, like, right? And in human nature is not we can be empathetic and sympathetic, but we can't ever know. Like we're never going to be able to be put in mm-hmm, their shoes and mm-hmm. feel it. So it's just so complicated. But I mean, if I'm going to like give offer any type of advice, and I'm like not a therapist in any way, shape, or form. But communication is the key, and therapy is a excellent way to do that. Sex therapy is another great thing to kind of maybe, yeah, introduce into your uh-huh. relationship. Um, but
1: <clears throat> communication is huge, and like absolutely. being like and just explaining how you're feeling. And, and as explaining. humans, I think we're absolutely terrible at it. Yeah, especially me. A
0: hundred percent, me. I mean, I am mm-hmm. Karen
1: Dixon's daughter. Sorry, mom.
0: Mom, I love you so much. <laughs> but no, I like I I honest I. I have assumed my entire life that everyone knows what I'm thinking, so I don't need to voice it, and it is awkward to voice it, so let's just, especially like, transition into... Especially it's, like, into, oh, my vagina
1: hurts, my nipples hurt, please don't touch me, like, that's, like, sometimes could be an uncomfortable conversation for people. 100%. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, okay, let's talk about
0: this different dynamic of my husband comes from a very Mennonite background, so there are, I'm conservative, sure... Conservative, more so. Sorry. Yeah, conservative. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine... Having the conversation or trying to have a conversation with your husband about your postpartum body and your feelings and all the things that are going on with you when you, like, probably maybe within a year just started having sex with your husband and you don't know how to have that conversation.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You're saying people who have, like, saved until marriage? Right. Yeah, Like Like that, I've been having sex for a lot of years. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's a whole other dynamic.
0: Right. And I know how I've been, I have now become comfortable with my body and my conversations about around sex, um, that I feel like I'm at least able to like have that conversation about, well, no guys, I can't have sex. guys, (laughs) no, no babe, I can't have sex tonight my vagina hurts, or, like, Mm -hmm. I'm not feeling the greatest, or, like, I just shoved a baby in, and my labia is hurting, like, you know what I mean? I'm comfortable with that, but but how would a, you know, somebody who hasn't been around sex... I was gonna say,
1: not even necessarily being around sex, but my husband, who, like, me personally, I've been around... Birthing, true. There, yeah, people, moms, like sisters, mom, friends, whatever. I've been Mm -hmm. around a lot of people who have given birth, and my husband, literally nobody. Like before me giving birth, the only person he has experienced with was Ashley, and. And she didn't really share that whole lot of her journey right Right. So, right? Yeah. So he just has no experience. Yeah. zero when it so comes to... So you're basically to...
0: starting fresh. It's like you'll have to assume that he's almost an infant in the development of... Right. He has literally
1: no idea yeah. what... Yeah. Even... He didn't even know you tore when you gave birth. Like, I had to tell him that. <laughs> so, like, that, that... Yeah. It's just this whole... Whole different thing. It's crazy. Well, and then that,
0: like, one other conversation or sorry, topic I have here is how did your body change or didn't change?
1: Okay, so I want to talk about this because <laughs> I made a TikTok not long ago in my things I knew, wish I knew about postpartum series. Yeah. Um, talking about how my body has changed. So I wear the same clothes I did postpartum. My size hasn't changed, mm-hmm. but the clothes that I wore fit me completely differently. hmm So, like... So, like, say, like, the... Fa- your favorite pair of jeans that you, like, tried and true, like, those jeans, no yeah. matter what, you can put them on and, they, you feel good in them. Yeah. Don't... Like, they don't work on me yeah. anymore. And, like... So, it's, it's not that my body has... Like, my size has changed. I... My body has just, like, morphed in different ways. I have lumps in places yeah. I didn't before. I have... I have less things in places than I did before. Like, I have less of a butt now. What the hell happened well, so there? So,
0: I was literally just waiting for your, like, to, you to take a breath to insert this piece of information. Speaking of butts and them being flatter, that has... I read the other day, because I have pelvic floor dysfunction. That has everything to do with your pelvic floor. Because right now, your, your glutes, your gluteus maximus, your hamstrings, and all of your those things. Cheeks. Like, your tie-ins down here. Mm-hmm. I'm pointing to my butt right now. Um, <laughs> are all trying to support your pelvic floor because it's so weak and your core so your body actually starts like so if you had proper posture again i'm giving you some sort of like visual right now but you can't see it Mm -hmm. imagine um like you have a bubble butt right and then you have a baby and your pelvic floor becomes very big bubble bubble butt butt butt. butt. um Jordan's dancing right now I can't (laughs) not laugh So yeah You have a bubble butt And then your pelvic floor Starts to dysfunction um, Starts dysfunctioning And it has to pull All of those You know Amazing gluteus Maximus in And you have a flat butt It's not that your butt Is any less strong Or big It's that your posture And everything is Kind of tilting forward so this that is makes something that sense. nobody... I would have no idea. Okay, and I'm very familiar. Right now,
1: we're having a pelvic floor specialist on this. Episode. Oh, my God.
0: Thank you. Because I, I you are to hire one.
1: If you are one, you want to hit me up. Let me... I'll, I will okay. find you... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is the... I need to take a picture of what's happening right now. Okay. As a side note... Julia just pulled her shirt out from under her underboob. I need to find this out. Oh man! Look at mine. Yeah,
0: I'm sweaty. Okay, that's their next to- topic okay. because I I smelt my armpits earlier and that was funny, but it was also. I, I just need not to explain what just happened though. You pulled your shirt out from under your boobs. Yeah. And there was literal just sweat huge, marks. Like they're not. It's not milk. Like I'm still nursing. It's not. It's not milk. It is just pure it's sweat.
1: sweat. No, my underboob is like actually. Oh yeah, disgusting.
0: I'm. It's
1: not nice. Okay, well, now we kind of just, like, moved on from to that to, like... Yeah. Again, I made a video about this in my Things I Wish I Knew about postpartum series on TikTok about your postpartum stench. Julia's letting me know we're at 30 minutes. Cool. So, postpartum smell. It is... This is a fun fact. My midwife told me this. So, the reason you smell so bad Mm -hmm. postpartum is newborns actually... Like the because they can't see oh, and hear as well, they mm-hmm. literally rely on smell. Interesting. So they you smell like you reek yeah. literally only so that your baby knows it's you uh-huh. and knows how to find you. It's like a instinctual thing. I honestly wondered how my baby could. Stand
0: the smell. They love it. Of me nursing her while they my armpit and my under boob like smell and like and probably cheese. my vagina is wafting into her sense of
1: smell. She loves it. No, yeah. she like loves uh, it. And I mean the sweatier I am, honestly, the more calm Emery was, especially as a newborn. Like I said crazy. to like in my video that I made on TikTok, I said yeah. like I would shower, scrub the fucking shit out of my armpits. Yeah. I would get out of the shower, brush my hair, get dressed, and my husband would be like, what the fuck smells like onions? And I'm <laughs> Probably my fucking armpits! <laughs> like, okay, yeah, and that's funny because I was talking to... It's ridiculous.
0: My... One of my other really good friends who sells, um, beauty counter. I'm not... Like, this is a shameless plug for her, but, um... She was telling me that the only thing that took away her armpit stench in the shower was this charcoal s- scrub and it's like a neutralizing scrub. And yeah, then she I mean, uses the like their their deodorant. I use their deodorant and I absolutely freaking love it, but within the last like 2 or 3 months, I've noticed a insane increase in the smell of my armpits. And it's terrible. Like, I've always been a relatively, like, not... I mean, I stink when we all, like, when, when <laughs> yeah. we don't shower. But I was never, like, repulsed by my own stench. I almost kind of, like, liked it. But now I'm... I like my sorry, armpits. You liked your own Well, it's scent? like you like, smelling your own farts. Like, you... <laughs> Actually... We all know we do it, okay, guys? It is a thing. It's biological. You like your own... The smell of your own farts. If you don't, I don't care. But anyway... It's like you, yeah. It's your body odor, but this is just—it's—it is absolutely freaking terrible. And I don't know if my husband just hasn't, if he's just being very, very kind to me and not saying anything, because I will tell him when he smells. I'm like, you need to put fucking you deodorant. You're disgusting. Right now. Like he smokes cigarettes and weed, and he drinks a lot. He's a—he's a fantastic individual. He's a great. He is—he's a, a, actually a very <laughs> the good best dude. Ass. But. um... He, like his if, if anyone else Is married Or dating a smoker You know what I mean Like their breath is Absolutely Can you hear me raunch. Finish you my drink <laughs> ASMR for you <laughs> Ooh, There was a lot of <sighs> Anyway But yeah So yeah Stench is normal and if you want a really good, uh, like, neutralizing... I haven't tried it yet. I'm, I'm literally going to order it today because I keep forgetting. Uh, and I have a credit that's about to expire. I'm going to order that charcoal scrub, and I will let you know how it works. I will do a personal review. Um, we've got boob sweat. It's, we're a at 30... A boob sweat. We're at 32, 33 minutes. So I think we're going to wrap this up, and we're going to do a... Uh, part two, part two, we're going to, we're probably going to film it tonight because, or sorry, record it tonight because I'm only halfway through my bottle of wine and we didn't do it. We apparently, we only have like a limited amount of time according to ourselves (laughs) about when we can record this. So we're going to do a part two. Um, and for anyone else who hasn't had their questions answered in this one, and I will repeat this in part two.
1: Mm-hmm. If there's
0: any other questions, please let us know. There's multiple
1: ways to get I just wanna, a hold of us. Oh, hold on. I want to okay. add a couple things just like that. We don't need to talk about a whole lot, but I feel like people should know. Okay. One, skip the pads. Go right to diapers. Don't fuck with pads. Seriously, like the the, the freedom mom? Yes, underwear this? but that's not even a diaper like i literally oh, wore right. adult diapers d- depends yeah a diapers okay and they're comfortable they uh, the freedom mom ones i literally still wish i could wear them second of all um i hated padsicles. personally i felt like it was gross my vagina felt really saggy and heavy i didn't it's already it. Saggy and heavy. i didn't fuck with them um that's, a, that's just a personal choice stool softener Get yourself some stool softener because first postpartum poop is like giving birth all over again. At least that was my just, experience. It's just it's scary,
0: especially if you have any sort of stitches. Like you don't want to pop that stitch open. That is like that pushing
1: after giving a ba- have giving birth is hard. Part- anyway. You will so get yourself a pro start with asshole. the yeah <laughs> start with the stool softeners before you think you need them. Yeah. Um. And don't even try. Don't even try with the hospital peri bottle. Get yourself the Freedom oh, yeah. Mom peri bottle. That you just my daughter still likes to play with it. I was just going to say it not
0: only does it like it has it, a great use for postpartum
1: but your kid can play with it after once I it's use been it, clean no, and sanitized. Quite literally I use it in the bathtub. I fill it with water and I squirt her shampoo off out of her hair with um, it. Um I also like just
0: you know, side so note that Jordan has a terrible habit of running out of toilet paper, and it often comes in handy when there's no toilet paper yeah, in your house. I I just feel,
1: Perfect, you know. What? Um, and that was—I think those were the only things that I wanted that didn't really need much talking. But I just felt like people need to, to know. So yeah, um, yeah. So Let's wrap, wrap it up. up. Um, we're gonna just self-plug here. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at mom underscore explained. Um, that's where we post most of our updates about new episodes releasing and where we post our polls for you to give us some feedback on what you want to hear on the, um, show. We have, like, so many guests and so many episodes planned. So like, many. We're just going to just
0: keep... We're going to blow through season one so quickly. We haven't even determined how many episodes are going to be in. But no, I we're... think...
1: Yeah, I think we're just going to keep posting. if As long as people are, like, enjoying this, I think we just want to keep, like, blowing yeah. it out and, and, like, pumping out as many as we can, like, at least once a week. And I didn't mention this in
0: the last one, but if you are somebody who has expertise in any way, shape, or form regarding motherhood, yeah. parenthood uh reach out to us we would love to have you on the show um we
1: want to try and have as many guests as we can because obviously we're not experts in everything we can only give personal experience well, i mean like
0: i'm pretty fucking smart
1: whatever <laughs> um we can only give our personal experience and i want to be able to have people who can give you like concrete facts exactly. and evidence, and, and exactly. information right? right so um i think our first guest is going to be about sex yeah which is one is that um, oh
0: yes, yes, yes. Um, no, don't give too many details away. No, but we're gonna get we're gonna dive more. Into, no, I'm into... gonna give them a little bit. I'm okay. gonna teaser. So this individual has literally, literally written a thesis around female desire,
1: libido, sex drive, that kind of thing. She
0: has spent the last like eight years, mm-hmm. I think, of her life studying, asking couples and females questions about their sex life. So she's gonna talk
1: about yeah she can she's gonna talk about high sex drive low sex drive communication with your partner about sex like all of the things that people want to know about she can give you even evidence
0: based information on so for right now I think her first episode on here will be um, she is not a doctor yet. yet. Uh, She is in the middle of her finishing her PhD. We are cheering her on because she is interviewing for one of her biggest, one of the most amazing jobs ever. I'm so proud of this woman. I've known her my entire life. I'm going to cry thinking about how far she's come. But uh, when she becomes a full-fledged... Like write me a prescription, bitch. Doctor, we bitch. will have, <laughs> we will have her on again, and she will give you some even better advice. But so yeah, that's that that's what's coming. That's coming. Uh, husbands, husband Q and am I I'm gonna, ex- I'm really excited for this one because my husband is like a honest as fuck. Uh, brutally doesn't hold anything back. Brutally, which is good. I mean uh, yeah, and 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 as much as we are gonna be insanely honest with you guys and open with you guys, there are some things that we do keep to ourselves. Absolutely. So like we're not gonna just like air everything, all of our dirty laundry. but Most of it. Just most of it. But we do want to give you guys what you want to hear. So again, if there's questions that you want to ask your partner, but you're too scared to, but you want a male perspective to it, Drop them somewhere where we can find them and we will ask them and we'll get them to like. My husband's like short and, and, and concise. He's like, yes, no, maybe so. Like, here's an example and that's it. So, yeah. uh, none of this. My husband
1: will talk for 45 minutes about it and, and give we'll you... shut him up. But we'll we'll rein him <laughs> in. Yeah, exactly. Uh,
0: so, yeah, part two coming soon. We are so
1: excited. Oh my gosh. So Again, excited. thank you guys so much for downloading and rating and uh, reviewing our podcast because this is a dream come true, honestly. It really is. It's like,
0: my, it's our passion project. We work really, hard at our other career to be able to afford the time to do this so we really appreciate the support in any way shape or form and we already have like I said gotten so much so I just want to say thank you thank you thank you to everyone every single person
1: all right and mom if you listen this far please tell me because I really don't trust you're gonna listen to this whole (laughs) episode so please tell me if you heard this part the keyword is pineapples no no no
0: oh yeah pineapple we'll do pineapples
1: okay um okay yeah And, Dad, if you're listening to this podcast, I am so sorry. I fucking. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever, he's seen worse. He's heard worse. He has three girls.
0: All right. Three and a half. So, three, two, one. We're done. (laughs) I don't know
1: what I (laughs) mean. Like, Miss Rachel. Okay, yeah. We're out. Put it in. Put it in. Put it in. (laughs) Good job! (laughs) And we're just going to cut it off there. Bye, guys. (laughs)